On today's episode of the Organized Purpose Coach Show, I just feel like it is on my heart to really talk about purpose and identity because a lot of us, we walk this walk confused about what we should be doing, um, do not have any clarity about where we should be going in life. And I just feel like there, this episode is going to be a powerful one to really impact the way we think about purpose and the way we consider who we are and whose we are. But before we get started, let me introduce myself. My name is Shantae, and I am the Organized Purpose Coach. My job here is to help you get organized, do systems and routines, so that way you can make an impact on the purposeful work that you are set out to do. Thank you for tuning in and enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Organized Purpose Coach Show, y'all. Well, first and foremost, I need to apologize. Um to those listeners of the show that's been wanting this content, that's been fiending for the information, (laughs) y'all. I took about like five months off uh, from the show. I needed some time to just recalibrate, to reach different goals. Oh my goodness, business goals. I must say that it was time well needed, but I am back. I'm back with the jump off, y'all. I'm back ready to serve my community of people who are looking for organized purpose tips and who are ready to delve into their purposeful life. So let's get it. We back, baby. Just a few updates because I'm not going to like just jump into this juicy topic without updating y'all about the life of Shantae. So last night, can y'all believe that we have officially did our kickoff call for our organized purpose devotional group? And in this devotional group, we're doing the book or devotion called 100 Days of Believing Bigger by Marshawn Evans Daniels. And let me tell (laughs) y'all, that first devotion it talks about trust and do you truly or do you really trust the Lord? It was juicy, y'all. So during the call, oh my goodness, I just felt just the Holy Spirit residing in the call. It was amazing. All the young ladies, young ladies that came out, phenomenal, love their insights. And I just feel like this next hundred days of this journey, it's it's about to be so impactful and it's about to be crazy. So if you want to sign up, it's kind of too late. I understand. I'm sorry. I may launch it again in the future, but oh my goodness, I'm going to do what God tells me to do, baby. Next, I am still a tea dealer. I still sell loose leaf tea. Um, Our store is located in a mall in Raleigh. So if you're in the area, Triangle Town Center Mall, come out to Sister T's. Love to have you. Um, I am enjoying this like different business field of selling tea and being this tea connoisseur like it just it's like it comes natural like when people ask oh what is this tea good for or does it taste good and I'm able to really interact with the customers and explain it's so much fun it's really like amazing so we had reached um certain business goals I don't know if I want to share it here yet or if I want to like write a post or something but y'all I would have never guessed last year, this time last year, that the Lord would have taken us this far in this business. But um, we are getting ready to start re-strategizing or strategizing around next year and forecasting out our uh, projections for next year. And I'm like, 
I'm like overwhelmed because <laughs> you guys know, like people ask me all the time, like, um, how is business and all this other stuff? Or they like, they genuinely, like the customers will come in the store and they'll genuinely ask like, oh my goodness, how is it being a business owner? And I'm like, to be honest, I don't know what I'm doing. I just listen to the Lord and I just do what he tells me. Cause I don't know none of this y'all. <laughs> so this is to encourage you, like, if you want to start that business, if you have a business idea, y'all just start it. Just start it and walk in faith because the Lord will bless you. He will bless you. Like, do not do not sit on the idea. Do not try to wait till it's perfect because we know perfectionism is procrastination and we have purposeful work to do. So go ahead and start that business and you will look back and be like, thank God I started it. All right, y'all. So let's get into the show. I want you to understand that God is not the author of confusion. He says it. He says it in his word. Everything that has to do with God, there is no confusion in it, right? And so God's desire is for you to have a purpose. You already have a purpose, but it's for you to understand your purposeful work. Also, understand that when you serve in your purpose, he does not want the people you're surrounded by or the people that you're serving in your purpose to be confused about their purpose. Think of it like a chain effect, right? So part of the purpose as a kingdom citizen is to help others gain clarity surrounding their purpose. When you, when you really um, sit down and think, what is my purpose, right? You realize that purpose is never about yourself. Yeah, let that sit for a little bit. <laughs> Your purpose as a kingdom citizen or citizen for the kingdom is to unlock the confusion that's around you, right? So wherever there is confusion, there is currency. Wherever there is clarity, um, inside of clarity, there is currency. Understand that serving in your purpose will keep you fed. And I wanted to share with y'all um, some scriptures so that way it backs it up a little bit, right? So go to 1 Kings 17. Um, let me check my little uh, Bible app on my phone. 1 Kings 17, 2 to uh, 4, okay? And I'm reading the King James Version. It says, And the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Get thee hence, and turn thee eastward, and hide thyself by the brook Shethrith. I don't know how to pronounce that. That is before Jordan. And it shall be that thou shalt drink of the brook, and I have commanded the ravens to feed thee there, right? So this is where God was speaking to the prophet Elijah. And he was doing his purposeful work for the Lord. He was preaching uh, and telling people like, warning, warning, like, if y'all don't repent, <laughs> if y'all don't repent of y'all sins, y'all going to have to answer to God's wrath, right? And look how God, like he's doing his work. He's doing his purposeful work for the Lord, and look how God is taking care of the prophet Elijah. He's sending ravens to feed him. And I believe it was two meals daily, but he sent the food. There's no lack. Like there's no, no lack in God when you're serving your purpose. But it's up to you to trust the purpose giver. And when I say purpose giver, I am directly talking about God. Do you trust the purpose giver that he will give you the clarity surrounding your purpose? Are you ready to receive the clarity surrounding your purpose? 
Are you out of the drama and the funk that you're dealing with in this life? So that way you could start realizing the clarity surrounding your purpose, right? When you, I I think I'm gonna go a little ahead of myself, but I feel like I'm just, I'm flowing now, right? (laughs) When you put Jesus as the GPS of your purpose, when you seek out Jesus in your life, you will walk in purpose. You will walk in that purposeful work. And I'm gonna explain that soon, but I want you to let this saturate a little bit, okay? Now, in order to understand your purpose, you have to understand who you are. You have to understand your identity. And understand (laughs) that this is not a fair fight, especially if you do not know Jesus. You do not know Jesus as your identity. God, Christ is your identity, right? And understand that the enemy is going to attack your identity. He's going to start when you're young. He's his job, his main job is to still kill and destroy your purpose. He is satisfied if he can get you to believe that your identity is wrapped up into other things except for your identity in Jesus. And this is where you combat um who you are with scripture. The devil may be telling you that oh, you are uh, a worker for life or a slave to, to the system for life. Or he may be telling you that your identity is wrapped up in your sexuality or your identity is wrapped up in your gender. I don't know what he's telling you, but your identity is not wrapped up in those things. You are the daughter of a king first and foremost, and everything comes after. And when you are a daughter of the king, you know who you are. There's some scriptures that you may want to meditate on so that way you can really push into that identity, right? So Jeremiah 1, 5, it says, before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. God is telling you who you are, right? In 1 Peter 2, 9, I love this scripture right here. It says, but you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession that you may declare the praises of him who calls you out of the darkness into his wonderful light. You are made to live in this wonderful light. You are not made to live in darkness, but when you worship God and when you, when you um, are obedient to God, he will show you these things. He will show you this identity that he has given you only believe who God has called you to be right. We can't even rest on who, who we think we are, right? Because it says that our hearts, our hearts are wicked. They are deceived easily that we should not lean on our own understandings. Right? So if God is telling us that we're this, right, this is how you, this is how you um, start to form an understanding of your identity is you combat it or not combat it. (laughs) You, you form it or mold it with scripture. Who did God call you to be? Who did God say you are? He says this in his word, and this is what you are supposed to believe. Once you become, once you be who God called you to be, then you can do what God told you to do, and then you can have all that God has for you. That's purpose. Do or (laughs) become, be, become, do, do what you're set out to do, and have have what God has put on the desire on your heart to have. Today, you should have one statement and one question for God, and that's, God, I submit my life to you. Whether you have uh, backslidden, whether you have uh, turned your eyes from God, whether you have 
haven't talked to him in a while, right? Ask him, God, or tell him, God, I submit my life to you. I want to live for you, God. Now you're going to ask him, Lord, what is it that I should be doing with my life? The desire to know what you're supposed to be doing with your life is not put there for no reason. We are born to have a purpose. We are born to fulfill the will that God has given us, right? That God is his will before it's ever our will. When you throw away your will and you you um, exchange it for his will, watch how life becomes more fulfilling because we have an empty hole in our heart that only the Lord himself can fill. And if you haven't caught it by now, purpose doesn't work without God. People are out there and they are deceived and they think that they're walking in purpose or whatnot because, oh, they're manifesting their destiny or, or they're, they're uh, doing the law of attraction and they're getting what they want, right? But no, those people are still unhappy. Those people are still seeking or searching for their purpose. And their purpose, purpose, let me let me go ahead and give you the shortcut. <laughs> let me go ahead and give you the shortcut to a happier life, right? Purpose is God. Purpose is with God. You can't do purpose without God, right? So um, you have three purposes, three types of purpose on this earth, right? You have your ultimate purpose, you have your unique purpose, and you have your universal purpose. So the ultimate purpose is to bring glory back to God. And this goes to show men, they are made to worship God, right? And if you're not worshiping God, you're worshiping something else. Maybe you're worshiping your phone. Maybe you're worshiping your video games. Maybe you're worshiping food or something, right? But you are made to worship God. So replace whatever you're worshiping with worship to God. It's easy to idolize other things, but you have to understand that you have to focus on Jesus. Take the glory off. If you take the glory off of Jesus, then you're going to be idolizing something else. So inside of Jesus, there's purpose, there's healing, there's marriage, there's restoration, there's career, there's fulfillment, joy, prosperity. This is all with Jesus. You can't, you can't fulfill these things without him, right? Some do, but do they, there's, there's, some do, don't get me wrong, but are they happy? Are they are they joyful? Are they rested, right? You'll see a lot of people and you'll be so confused like, how come all these rich people are not happy or they're killing themselves? Because they're missing the peace that provides that ounce of joy in their hearts. It says in the Lord's Prayer, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And God's will is for us to experience heaven on earth. But in order for us to experience heaven on earth, you have to know who you're focused on. Your universal purpose is to preach the gospel. And this is everyone as a believer. Every believer have to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. It says it in Mark 16, 15. Jesus said this, right? And what does this look like? We're going to be winning the loss. We're going to be praying for others. We're going to be serving others, maybe serving your local church, right? Um, I got to find a church home, y'all, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, it may look like being the light in your community where you walk in a room and people will say, it's something about that girl. It's something about her, but they can't really pinpoint it. But you could point them like you have that power to do so because of the work that was done on the cross. And what God desire is a family 
our brothers and sisters who are lost in the world needs a home. Our purpose is to plant the seed so that way they can return back to their father. Lastly, our unique purpose is keep it in mind. Our purpose is never about us. It's what are we called to do? Who are we called to serve, right? I think Jesus's ministry is a great example of this because he lived a very purposeful life. Like he really laid out the, um, he laid out the formula y'all. Like, <laughs> like when you really look at Jesus life, it's like he served, he served like no other. We should, our goal is to die on empty. Like we should be ringed out, like, like ringed out rags, right? To, to have nothing left in us. And Jesus did exactly that. He showed us, um, he showed us the example. So we are called to serve in a unique area that God has called us, right? And how can you figure that out? What are your gifts, right? What makes you feel alive? What do you like? What do you hate in the world or what grieves you the most, right? What can you change? Uh, if money and or fear wasn't a factor, what would you consider doing with your life? What did your mother or father do your parents and them do for a living. That one is a major key too, because in your DNA, right? They, you, you serve hmm, hmm. in your, in your lineage, right? Your parents may, maybe your mom was a nurse and your mom's mom was a nurse and your mom's mom's mom was a nurse, right? Maybe you're called to be a nurse too. Who knows? It shows a pattern because you're graced for it. I know a lot of like people who are like their family is called to be uh, pastors, right? And they do it so effortlessly because they have the gift of pastoring. Um, what do you say, what do others say about you? Like what has other people prophesied over you? Or what have they said? Maybe they say, oh, you're such a great leader or you're such an organized person <laughs> or oh, you really are good with numbers. What are people saying about you? You should really consider and take note of that, right? To be honest, when I was doing the work of healing and restoration for myself, like inner healing and deliverance, I had no clue. <laughs> I had no clue what my purpose was. I had no clue what I would, what I should be doing. I was an expert of nothing. I remember actually, I remember I was in, um, I was fellowshipping with a group of ladies and Everybody in the group had a specific thing that they were good at. And when it came to me, I had nothing. So I just had to come up with something like, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and teach on exercise and uh, productivity randomly. I chose, I chose it. And I noticed that me choosing, like God doesn't care what field, what unique thing that you choose to do. Choose it, learn the skill and develop it and become better at it, right? Stick to it. And God doesn't care about that. What he cares about is, are you ready to share what I have to say to the person that you're called to serve? Literally in our in my tea store, I tell people all the time, yeah, I may be selling tea, but that's not it. This is my ministry. People come into this store and if I'm there, I will go ahead and like, it's so weird, bro. Like it's so weird how God uses, uses you. I say it's weird, but it's amazing. But, um, yeah, people will come into the store and we'll just start talking and the conversation will land on God. And I, next thing you know, I'm preaching 
And I don't recall anything that I said. All I do is, all I am is an empty vessel for the Holy Spirit to use me. That is purpose. When you know that you planted a seed that can change someone's life, that's purpose. Because when you think about it, there's people going to heaven and there's people going to hell. And God's desire is not for us to go to hell. Hell was not made for us. Hell was made for the devil and his demons, right? God don't want people to go to hell. So when you get off of that, oh, what am I supposed to do for myself or whatever may have you, and get onto that, oh, my purpose is to serve no matter where I'm called to, whether if it's at work or if it's in the school building or if it's um, uh, in the mall, <laughs> if it's anywhere, in your home, if it's in your home, your home ministry, your job is to serve and tell people the good news about Jesus Christ. Because this is not eternity. Eternity is in heaven or in the new earth that God will be forming for us. He is preparing a place for us. So let's get over it, y'all, and let's get on to something, something better and bigger than ourselves. I enjoyed doing this episode, and if you want to connect with me, I'm going to write my information in the show notes, but for those who cannot get the show notes, go ahead and connect with me on Instagram at shantae.life, so that's S-H-A-N-T-A-Y dot L-I-F-E. I would love to hear you or um, read what you have to say, and until next time, I love you with the love of God, and bye bye